You're listening to E-Commerce Marketing School presented by Privy. And a big thank you to our co-sponsors of the show, Suna and Hashtag Paid. For too long, the process of finding the right influencer for your brand has been endless, mindless, soul-crushing scrolling. And then once you find the one, they don't even move the needle. Well, Hashtag Paid is putting an end to all of that. They're the first matchmaking tool for brands and creators. With Hashtag Paid, the process is three incredibly simple steps. Build your campaign, pick from 10 creators, hit the launch button, and bask in success. Hashtag Paid is basically a dating service for brands and influencers. Instead of dinner and overpriced drinks, you'll get ROI and a partner your audience trusts. Check them out at the link in the show notes. Hey everyone, welcome back. One of the things that I love about our agency program is that our partners come up with ideas for how to use Privy that we could have never dreamed up ourselves. And those use cases help drive more revenue and value for the brands that we share. It's a win-win. One of our longtime partners is Zoranto. They're a group of retention marketing experts focused on conversion, email, SMS, and messenger. They're actually a gold level partner of Privy's, which is amazing. And today I'm lucky to have Abhishek Patrap here, the co-founder and CEO of the agency. So welcome, Abhishek. I'm a huge fan of the content that you personally put out. So it's great to finally meet. Thank you, Ben. It is really, really an honor to be here with you. You are in your previous one of the best tools that I have found in my career so far, like in five years. So really glad and feel really, let's say, proud to be here. <laughs> okay. So thanks for the wonderful intro. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And We were catching up before and Abhishek was talking about the privy magic that he couldn't really explain, but it seems to be working better for his clients than anything else that he's tried. So I love that. But let's start just so everyone understands. Give us a bit of an overview of Zoranto. So what are you and the team up to there? What what do you focus on? So our focus is with the small and medium businesses. We help them grow faster and profitably using pop-ups, email, SMS, messenger, and push notification without breaking the bank. A lot of people that come to us do not have this, you know, like a five-figure budget to work with us. So we we create strategies and everything in-house, like strategy, copy, design, setup. For reporting, we're using Google Data Studio so that we can have our own metrics on Google Data Studio for email and SMS. And our goal is always to make sure that our partners, the brands that we work with, are profitable. It is not just mindless revenue, but it at the end of the day, they can see profit. So that's our goal. And till today, we have worked with 150 e-commerce companies in the last four years. So that's the focus is to... It's amazing. Yeah. And it's refreshing too, because so many of our Privy customers, they're small, you know, they're getting started and they're they're looking for low-cost ways to try new things that they've never really tried or that they don't have the confidence to do. So I think that's why... The partnership has worked so well over the year. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, you guys have been a partner for years now. And uh, my partnership team, Jake, Casey, et cetera, they're always sharing some of the powerful ways that Zoranto is using the platform for customers. So I thought it'd be fun to bring you on to share the top five, not the normal ones, but the unconventional ways that Zoranto is driving success with Privy. So walk us through the five at a super high level first. And then, you know, we can go through each use case one by one after that. Yeah. So this is what we really love to do and love to say it is out of the box ideas that would, you know, use the same tools that they're using to get more done. So the five things that you mentioned uh, are like the 
top of the list would be using preview pop-ups to collect interest among international buyers. So uh, then it would be, then we use the preview to collect signups for out-of-stock products. That happens a lot during the COVID, like, you know, uh, the supply chain breaking down and things like that. We use preview spinner wheel uh, to win a feature to gamify an experience for the non-biased segment. Then we use this preview as an age get plus an email signup form. So it has to boost the email signups and not make the people get into the visitors irritated by multiple signup forms over the journey on the website. And then we use the previous banner to inform customers about important uh, you know, things that they should keep in mind while checking out so that the false checkouts and the returns actually decrease. So all these tools, the one tool is preview. You have preview and we have done multiple things with preview. So, I mean, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, I think a lot of people know us for Listgriff, but international buyers, out of stock, uh, Gamify for non-buyers, AgeGate with email signup, and then the banner to decrease checkouts. That's five really great use cases that I, I really haven't heard of um, using Privy. So let's go through each one and dig in a little bit. Let's start with the international buyer capture. Walk us through how that works and the strategy behind that. Yeah. So this particular brand was seeing a lot of traffic, not a lot, but like 10, 15% of the traffic from outside US. They were selling in US and the product is really good. So people love the product and they were seeing that some of this international traffic was actually ordering despite the high shipping cost, you know, and the shipping time. It used to take weeks for the product to reach. Plus they used to pay a premium on international shipping fee. So, but they were also seeing a lot of people were not able to actually make the purchase on a repeat basis because of this cost factor. So our, now they are turned to us and told, hey guys, how can we you know, like deal with this kind of thing? And we are looking to set up fulfillment centers in some of the countries, right? Because we are getting organic traffic. Think what will happen when you start to run paid ads or put a more effort into the top of the funnel. So we suggested that don't use any fancy apps or anything to understand your market where you should launch first. Let's use preview. Okay. So that's where we started using preview pop-ups to trigger the pop-ups on five different countries that they chose from their own data analysis on the store. Okay. So our job was now to create very simple pop-ups that would, you know, like be not overly fancy. So we created uh, these five different uh, pop-ups with simple things like want to know when we launch in X, what's the city, so the country, like, you know, Canada or Australia kind of thing. Put an email box and put a button saying, keep me posted. This was only triggered to people who were coming from that country using the country target condition that is in preview. Okay. We also didn't want to disappoint or stop these people if they wanted to make a purchase because already some of these international visitors were ending up making a purchase despite the cost and the you know, shipping times. So at the thank you page of this pop-up, we added a discount code and told that if you want to make a purchase, use this 10% off. So we actually didn't stop anybody from making a purchase by saying that, you know, like we're going to launch a blah, blah, blah. We let them make a purchase and also put them on the list. This was fantastic because we got around 12 to 14 percent email signups for some of the countries out of those five. And what we did was we added this to a Clavio list. Okay, the five in five different Clavio lists. After two months of doing this, the client looked at the list. We had a call with them. Okay, and we found out which countries would be launched first because this has the highest number of interest. So if we launch in this country, then probably it would you know take off very quickly so that's where we uh, you know uh, and around it took them around four months to launch in top three countries they set up all the warehouses and things like that and we had a no-show series attached to each of these five countries because we know it's going to take time for the company to you know get into warehousing and stuff 
So we prepared nurture emails. We kept in touch with them. We didn't let them die die out the list. We always had this engaging content and stuff like that. And once they were ready to launch and take in orders, we sent campaigns to this list from just three countries in a different list. Okay, and we had different Klaviyo accounts also for just five countries. And then uh, it was really big, big success because they got early buyers, people who were waiting to buy. So uh, it was it really worked out really well for them. Wow. So. A few things stand out. 12 to 14% sign up rate is amazing. I love that this was a way for you to measure demand in countries where you weren't kind of didn't have a strong presence. You didn't just measure the demand, you actually used it to nurture and build hype ahead of a launch. Like really, really powerful stuff. Really, really like that example around international traffic. Yes. So let's move to the next. So talk to me about out of stock. Yes. So this happened during the COVID, the end of COVID. The products were coming from China. There was this lot of supply chain issues and the products, the top three products were in high demand, really high demand. And one of the videos actually went crazy on TikTok. So that again made this thing complicated because once you have virality on TikTok, products really do sell out very quick when you have low inventory. And these people used to uh, use an app for this out-of-stock management which was actually not that good. So they were looking for an app. Then we suggested, let us use Preview for this. Why don't you, why you want to use another app to get these emails for out of stock products? So we used Preview and the, uh, because, you know, the adding another app would be like, would slow down the page because they had heavily customized website already. It was already not that good. So we didn't want to add anything else. And we had three products that were going to be out of stock in the next 10 days. And there was no inventory coming for next one month. No inventory at all. And we didn't want to lose out on that virality of TikToks happening after the first viral uh, event of the TikTok. So we again created a very simple pop-ups. We believe in creating simple pop-ups, not fancy pop-ups. Because we have really seen that it it really works if you can communicate the message. So this time it was like, want to know when X is back, X is the product. We And the email. Again, a button saying, keep me posted. Okay. There was no discount that you, you know, email sign up, you get 10%. Yeah. There's no such commitment. Here also, we saw double digit opt-in rates. And then we added this to the Clavio flow. We created a Clavio flow for the three products. Okay. Because the product was one month away from being launched again. We wanted to nurture these people, keep them in the loop. Okay. And then we also segmented this on Clavio into two things, like new visitors, and past visitors, many people who ordered again want are coming back. Okay, and based on right. that two segmentation, we created two different nurture flows: people who already made a purchase or visited us previously, compared to people new people. Okay, so that helped us be relevant to the audience, right? Create relevant messaging. So this also really do really like I think ten percent or something was the uh, opt-in rate uh, rate around this ten to eleven percent. And once we launched the products that are available, the first email went to these people, the people who really waited for a month. Okay. And we offered them around 10% or I think 10 or 15% was a discount that we offered them. And again, within four days, the product went out of stock. Again, within four days. Again, we had to do redo the entire thing. We had set it up everything, but again, we had to do that. So this went on for three to four months until the supply chain you know, stabilized and they had yeah. this, you know, products coming in, moving in properly. Wow. Really, really good. I think probably everyone can relate to building a, a wait list for out of stock. Love that one. One thing when I like to add to people who are listening is pop-ups can get complicated. So you have to make sure that you do not source two pop-ups to the same person, right? So always exclude the pop-ups. Like we had the welcome yep. pop-up on the website page for this brand. We excluded that from the pages of the products that were out of stock. 
so that the user does not see two pop-ups, right? Right. So Brevi has those features wherein you can basically make sure that a person sees only one pop-up based on what campaigns they have seen, what campaigns they have converted. I think people should leverage this feature that Brevi has to make sure that the pop-ups are shown to the right people at the right time of the journey. Totally agree with you. Yeah, one of my favorite rules that we offer is the ability to exclude the pop-up from anyone who has seen another Privy campaign yeah. that same session. Yes. Right? Really, really powerful stuff. Nice. I love these. I'm, I'm having fun here, Abhishek. So <laughs> let's move to Spin to Win, specifically for existing subscribers, non-buyers. I love that. Yeah. So Spin to Win is one of the most highest converting pop-up types that we have seen. It really converts crazy. But it has the downside that it increases bad quality emails because people want to you know, get the highest offer. They want to try with three, four different email addresses. Okay, so it's a great gamification tool, no doubt about it. People love this kind of experiences to try out the luck and win something. Okay, so but what we did was we thought, let, let's try this with the subscribers, existing subscribers, people who have signed up, who know about the brand. They may have not purchased or have purchased, but they know about the brand. Okay, so our idea was that this way we can drastically decrease the fake email signups and improve the conversion. Okay, our conversion metric was how many people ended up buying. Our conversion metrics was not growth of email list because these are all in-house right. like subscribers already. So we added some offers on, you know, like removing the friction of people. Like, why are they not buying? Okay, so we have certain results from different campaigns and we added those as offers, like 15%, free shipping, blah, blah, blah. And we chose the non-biased segment who subscribed 30 days ago. So within those 30 days ago, 30 days, they have received the welcome voucher flow. They have received a couple of campaigns, but they didn't choose to buy. So we needed to push them more, right? Like make, right. It, make it really interesting. Okay, okay. So yeah, like, yeah. like talk to them. So that was the idea behind this. We experimented with it. And the client was like, yeah, let's do that. It's not going to harm us anyways, right? So uh, we created a branded previous spin to veil pop-up with really tempting offers based on our survey, like the fix and things. And then we asked the brand to create a landing page, a specific landing page on their Shopify site that spoke about the brand, reasons to buy, and social proof. We now use this, uh, you know, we we configured this pop-up to appear on that page. Okay, that landing page, not for any other page, only for that. We would use a custom UTM parameter in the email campaign that we sent to this segment. So, you know, it will always trigger only for that page and only for the traffic that's coming through the email campaign. So it was very targeted. We knew anybody coming to this was actually from the email campaign that we sent and only on this page. So even if they, you know, cross that button, they have a landing page to see why they should buy the product. So it was like a way of us to reconvince them. And this one really did good. We did around two, cam two campaigns in over a course of a month. And we had around 20K non-buyer list, 20K. And we saw, I think, around on the end of the eight campaigns over a month, uh, so two campaigns over a month, we saw around 8% conversion rate. The AOV was around $30 for this brand. It was back last year. So around, I think they did around 50,000 additional revenue just through this strategy. And from then on, we are really, we have honed on, on gamifying things because we think that makes the brand more interesting and we have seen really good results with this gamification on existing subscribers rather than on new yeah. visitors because they have no loyalty or no experience. Of this. Right. Yeah. I love it. I mean, that's like when I talk about spin to win, that is my primary use case. It's not around new traffic capture. It's around people who they're understanding. They know who you are. 
or on your list, or maybe it's VIPs at the yeah. end of the season is another good one I like, but really love that. So dedicated landing page, existing subscribers that are just finishing your welcome flow, but still haven't bought and $50,000 of sales later. That's an amazing one. And I think really creative. We did for Black Friday, the VIP thing also. Black Friday, we did that. Oh, nice. So so that's your Black Friday play. No, this is not the Black Friday, but the VIP thing you spoke about, sending this. Oh, the VIP. Yeah, oh, we did on, okay. on Black Friday, Cyber Monday also. So that was also amazing. Nice. So Love it. Love it. All right. So in a couple of minutes we have left, let's fly through the age gate use case mm -hmm. and then just the banner, because I think that's an interesting one too. Yeah, yeah. So one of our clients was into brands was into vaping and CBD, and by compliance, they had to add an age gate. And now we had to add a pop up to improve email signups, but having two pop ups will kill the browsing experience. So we came up with an idea to add the email opt in to the age gate itself. We ran it with the client to check with the compliance, and they told, Yeah, you can go ahead with this. So we started executing on this. So what we did was we built two pop ups for this text based, no image. Because the real estate on a pop-up is too tight, we can't add a lot of content on this. The first pop-up had the option to subscribe to the email along with the age gate. So there are two buttons and a small this. We had an offer on the email for opting into the email. There was another pop-up that was only the age gate pop-up. Okay. So there it was a simple age gate pop-up. Age gate was required for every visit. So we didn't want to bother them to sign up every time because they already signed up probably, you know, previously right. kind of thing. So, and we use the previous campaign signed up feature that we spoke about earlier to make sure that they're getting the right kind of, uh, you know, like uh, the campaign. So on an average, I think this pop-up was the highest pop-up we did recently with around 27 or 25% email signups. Wow. Okay. So the opt-in rate was too high on this. And as you as you heard that we had two different pop-ups. So the same pop-up was not popping up every time. So. You know, if they signed up, they won't see this email pop up again. So that's how we use our use AgeGate to even build the email list and also to make sure that we are compliant with the laws. Yeah, love it. Two for one, squeezing it in there. Nice. Yes, yes. And talk to me about the bar. What are you up to there? Yes. Or the banner. Yeah. Yeah, the banner of the bar. So basically, we had we implemented this for three clients. So there were three different use cases. One client had a lot of, you know, cancellations because of delayed shipping times. People didn't expect that. People didn't know about it. Another brand had this uh, because they were into cosmetics. They were choosing the wrong sale. People were choosing the wrong sale. Once they received a product, oh my God, this is not my product. Let me return it and blah, blah, blah. You know, that was the problem, choosing the wrong sale. And another person was actually, they had some international bias and their addresses were wrong. So if you look at checkout pages nowadays, you see they are mostly US, Canadian, optimized for those countries, right? Not for all the countries. So our focus here was to decrease that amount of uh, problems that are happening from the customer's side. This was not a brand's problem. It was about communicating it. So what we thought is let's use bars on the checkout pages because this actually fitting in the page it makes that it's a part of the page right and also it, these are if you can design it properly like use the colors it will stand out but not make you feel intrusive right it will bring your attention to that so but uh, we and we had this right kind of messaging in terms of these three brands based on their case you know like use cases uh, like shipping times and choose a, have you make sure you choose the wrong right sale and add a good code by the founder uh, to make it feel like more like uh, easy for people to understand and things and but we had no direct yeah. way, direct way of measuring the impact from previous and from you know like we can only see the views yeah. so uh, all these issues were flagged by the customer teams for these respective brands so after a month we asked them to 
reporters and say what has the improvement been and they have seen a lot drastic decrease in customer complaints about these shipping times shades and you know like the wrong addresses were undeliverable so it was a bars were used as a way for us to provide extra information based on the times it's not that always you have a shipping problem right it's like maybe in a, for a month or two you have so you instead of you hard coding right. it on the website and then changing it back it's good to use a preview bar to make it happen right nice so you're using a privy bar yep. you're targeting it to the checkout pages yes as you hear about support related reasons for non-buying you're putting that bar and people read it as they're checking out and that actually helps decrease the volume of customer issues and as i describe it really just like set better expectations from the buyer before they buy and realize something you know is different or the timeline's different or whatever that's that's awesome. Really, really powerful use case of bars. Nice. So look, Abhishek, I think you are a privy magician, right? <laughs> the privy magic that you mentioned, I think, is probably Zoranto's expertise on the platform. So this was awesome. Five unconventional ways to use privy to grow revenue for a brand. International buyers, out-of-stock products, spin wheel to gamify existing non-buyer subscribers and then age gate with email form and then the uh targeted bar to reduce abandonment love it amazing thank you for coming on the show and for being a, a gold level partner with privy honored to be here thanks for the opportunity man